At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, we are live on the stream. I don't think we'll be joined by the radio audience today, just so everybody has... Oh, no? No, it looks like they're dealing with a significant amount of snow and everything else. Ho, 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 ho. Well, they got oh. ice down there, don't they? Well, yeah, it's so, pretty bad. Yeah. And so, so, they, so, remember the uh, remember if, on the comments they tell me, "Oh, Barrett, you need to stick to sports and not weather." Who said that? And my once uh, one of our one of our uh, people commented on it. You know, somebody I didn't I didn't know who he was though, but yes, I can talk weather also because as I saw. It's been terrible weather the past couple of days, and this is probably this is day eight of when I first talked about that that um that big snowstorm. What this are you is talking day eight. about? What are you weatherman in Houston now? No, remember I told you guys you guys got all on me because I said it's yeah you said we're gonna get dumped on. We didn't get dumped on, and we're not gonna right. get dumped on. Right. I didn't say dumped on. I said it's gonna be bad weather. Inclement you said weather. dumped on. That was the word you used. That was we the did, term. We did get dumped on, especially on was it uh Friday. What? It was Friday. Friday bro. Yes. Friday and Saturday, it was rain slush. It rain. froze up. Black rain, ice. rain qualifies as dumped on. Bro, you yeah. did you drive anywhere this weekend? I don't drive anywhere because I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I drove places. It was black ice everywhere. Did you guys see that big wreck down in Texas? Black ice. Now that's racist. <laughs> it's one of the weeks already. I'm already. telling you. <laughs> there's nothing going on. We're going to have to create something. Well, it no, ain't gonna no, be weather because it's gonna be in the 40s tomorrow. That's crazy. But look at this. Yeah, it was like a 10 car accident. A 10 car crash. What the Daytona 500? I mean, uh, no, no, 100. No, it's like 100 cars down in Texas. I think Dallas or somewhere down yeah, there. Yeah, they don't know how to drive down there. With all due respect, not with weather. When it, when it gets weather, well, not weather. Yeah. Now, weather. I, did anybody watch that race last night that I heard went on until the morning? No. Like no. today, it ended. I heard as soon as I, as soon as I turned on. Because I was on here, or here, I was on the network. As soon as I turned it on, it was like 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. Showing me the ins and outs of them making the Daytona, or the Daytona 500, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Like they were doing this Days of Thunder inside, behind the camera thing. Well, like 30 years too late? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, interviewing Tony Scott and Bruckheimer and showing these clips of Tom Cruise. I'm like, all right, it's seven o'clock at night. If I'm not watching even the race coverage, yeah. I'm a long ways away from that race. So I checked out. No. All right. Well, I need to know from people that watch the race. I figured Barrett watches this stuff. And, I didn't watch and, this time. Oh, I, do didn't. Watch the, I do watch the Daytona 500. Well, now, why didn't you? That's like missing the Super Bowl of auto racing. What were uh, you yeah, doing? You're right. You're right. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you the truth, bro. I was actually cleaning my room and i was watching youtube videos on how to change my um change my um uh, my um uh my torque converter you know and, and so i was watching youtube that? on what that are you, yeah. 12 you were cleaning your room and watching youtube torque converter. yeah yeah that's what i was doing I'm, 
I, I give you the truth and only the truth. Nothing well, right. exciting on, on Valentine's Day. It was nothing. I was cleaning my damn room and watching torque converter videos on how to change it on the Mercedes. That's what I was doing. Okay. Wheel and torque converters. So you didn't watch it. I guess you didn't DVR it. But the people that do watch this stuff, and I used to be into it when I lived down south. I kind of got into it for a little while because it was very popular down there. Right. But when did they go to these stages of that? It used to be a 500-mile race. Now it's a 500-mile yes. race divided up into like three parts. First of all, like, why is that? Because to me, that no, ruins it was just weather. It was weather. No, it no, no, weather. no, 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 no. There's stages. There's different stages to like the, the race now. That's like, all. That's where awesome. they have like 125 miles and then they start again and they do another stage and then another stage. Like, what's the purpose of that? What do you mean by stage? Like, there's a break. They stop. There's like individual races within the race. Wow. So is there a stoppage like there is in the Tour de France where they they at least stop for a small period of time? Well, they stop overnight on this well, Tour de yeah, France. Yeah, but I'm saying, is that what's happening here where there's some level of stoppage? I think they go to caution laps or something. I don't I don't know if they ever really stop the race unless there's something that they got to clean the track, which yesterday they did because like 40 cars got in a wreck from what I understand early on. I was trying to flip around to it and right, see well, if I could get into it, and I couldn't. AJ says, AJB, AJ says on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, stage points for the playoffs. So I okay. wonder if this race that you're talking about within the race is about you know like we have fedex cup points right right in golf where that's different than just winning a major or winning an event so maybe it builds for points well this would be like stage points this would be fedex cups after six holes and then they'd start again from right. seven through 12 and give you more fedex cups points right. you know that that's sort of the way this is done i think i don't know i don't get it anymore I, i'm old <laughs> and I, you know, I, you know, I'm a complainer and this gives, just gave me something more to complain about and a reason not to get into something. Every time I turned to it, they were either in a, in a caution because of a huge wreck or there was a weather delay. And I'm like, I'm out. What, when did you turn? To, so it was sometime it, in the afternoon, like no, three. it started at 15. I'm telling you, I was on the air at three o'clock. This thing, 15 laps into it. There was a delay, right? The, the crash. And then there was a delay. And that thing lasted to like seven o'clock at night. I know. I, I turned back to it after the golf and they were still doing like, you know, programming to cover up for no racing. And I'm like, what are they, what is going on here? This is awful. Well, that's why I say I don't understand stages because Daytona 500 means you take 500 miles. I mean, you, you yeah. just keep going. You just keep going. So I don't know. 200 I, laps. It's 200 yeah. laps of a two and a half mile right. uh, circuit. Yeah. So all I know is I had Denny Hamlin at plus 150 when this thing resumed. <laughs> and he was like a heavy favorite. Yes. When the thing resumed at 150. And I wake up to find out that that busted. And I'm thinking to myself, all right. And then I look at the headline and apparently there was chaos in the final two laps. Did you see that? Of course. No, I, nobody saw it. Well, maybe that's the whole thing. Michael McDowell. Isn't that, a, isn't that the guy from Motown? Michael McDowell? Yeah. We were talking about uh, him Michael, last Michael week. McDonald. Yeah, Mike. Michael McDonald from the Doobie <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> you can't forget. Yeah. We're not yes, in love right. anymore. He was glued to Brad Kozlowski's bumper, watching, waiting for his chance to win the Daytona Five. Logano was the leader. My goodness, I right. passed up on him as a top ten. 
hundred to one underdog when the race began Sunday afternoon. McDowell won for the first time in three fifty-eight cup starts. Wow. Yep. When the checkered flag finally flew about 15 minutes after midnight, nobody in their yeah. right mind was up watching. That's this. insane. Please believe there were people watch, uh, staying up to watch that, man. Yeah. yeah but it's, not, it's, it's, not to the le- Barrett, not to the level like, and I'm waiting. So nobody has hit me up on the network. So I'm assuming that we're not on the radio today. Here's the thing. You're right, Barrett, that, that like diehards and all, but think about it. Like what sport, outside of the world series or the nba finals or the stanley cup final a regular like a regular game uh, not many people outside the nfl would stick around they probably lost a significant amount of people there wasn't much on outside of the pebble beach pro-am there wasn't anything on well you no. know what but see the daytona 500 is different from other races it's the, it's the beginning of the season right, so right. you know they watched that i mean it's, it's it's along the lines of um you know, I mean, I watched it. I watched it in Superbikes also. You know, I, I watched that. That's later on. That's like the first week of March or second week of March. Um, exactly. That's actually Daytona um, Bike Week also is that same weekend. So I go down there for that. You know, but I watched. I watched Superbike also. But that's like a big, big, big time thing, man. It's, you know, it's, this people watch that faithfully. You know, that's like the opening of the season. You know, gets right. things rocking. You didn't even watch it in the afternoon, and you want me to expect right. you, you, me to believe that people were watching it at midnight? And no, you're a I, car guy. I, I am a car guy. I just I, – I, You didn't even watch it. What I didn't have any on? interest this time. Yeah, I didn't have any interest this Why time. Why not? You know? Because, I mean, I, I don't I, – actually, I'm going to tell you the truth. I forgot that it was on, even going to be no, on. Yo, see uh, what I, I mean forgot. now, Anton? This, yes. this is a car I guy forgot. telling me that the Super Bowl of cars, he forgot it was on. The well, opening of cars, opening day. It's like it's the Super Bowl. It's their biggest day. <laughs> to be fair, maybe he was wrapped up in my cleaning vacant. his room. Maybe he was just totally, totally consumed with my Vegas Golden Knights Denver uh. Nuggets parlay. Or maybe Harry, it was the Michigan Maryland uh. parlay that uh. Barrett was so wrapped up in watching that he thought to himself, Daytona, what? Wow. Or maybe he jumped in like I did. In the afternoon, instead of watching the race rerun, maybe Barrett was listening to my show and jumped in Drake plus four and a half against Loyola Chicago. Wow. Only to see them pull it out in overtime. Like, I'm just trying to think of what else you would be doing as a gearhead. I I wasn't watching any of that crap. I was watching my man Daniel Berger take down the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And I I looked over and we get Texas. We get Texas. We get Texas throughout the day. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I just you know, disregard those texts. <laughs> I don't even look at them. I see it's it's like a screenshot of some wager screen, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just out. giving you winners. Yeah. <laughs> How about this again? Detroit again last night. Detroit again. who? The Pistons. They keep oh, covering games. Okay, they keep yeah, he, games. He, that's been your pick. That's been your pick for the last two weeks, man. It's amazing what they. Yeah, keep some doing, kind of. Right? What's 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 your what's your meaning behind the the, the Detroit thing, man? With with first quarter, it, I thought it was. right. Right, the first so quarter. Lost, that's what it is. Yeah, they lost the first quarter, but last night was just a play. Last night just felt like they they had a play to them. I just asked Mister Predicto wow. to be honest. And how about Wisconsin yesterday? Uh, had that big lead at halftime, and they go what? and lay an egg in the second half. Like outscored, I think like forty 20. to twenty. Yeah. Well, you what know what a joke. You know what's a joke now? 
watching the Golden State Warriors, man. I mean, the Nets just tore them apart, bro. I mean, just tore them apart. It's it's sad to see that team now. I mean, Curry is is is. is I love he, it. He's not even he's he's not even up there anymore as far as you know with the you know being in the in the MVP race. It's just it's a terrible basketball game now. Whoever they play against, yeah, they're that bad now. I just think of our old boss who's out there in in that part of the country. What? Go ahead. No, no, sorry. No, go ahead. No, Harry, go ahead. Our old. I just, I just think of our old boss, you know, out there trying to peddle that product on radio, and he's probably going to end up losing his job because the Warriors stink now. Oh, they stink, you know. So they stink. Here's the thing: they're they they're down one of the top two-way players in the nba yeah for two years clay yeah it'll be two years so if clay thompson is back they'll still be bad they're better than they're better than a couple of these wait a second you you guys act like steph curry is is they're rolling him out on a wheelchair steph curry's averaging 30 a night yeah that's okay I i root for them to lose okay that's fine like you might that look no 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 there's a difference in a statement of I want Golden State to lose, and Golden State is a bad basketball team. Like they, they are, are. You, you were truth in both of those. No, with Clay Thompson back, this is not a okay. They're not winning a championship this year, but they're better than half of the teams in the playoffs right now. They're better than Denver, San Antonio, and Portland with with a healthy Clay. What are you talking about, man? With a healthy Clay. They're yeah, better than that's Denver. A part of it. Yeah, Denver. I think Denver is on it. They've won a couple of games, but don't get it twisted. Denver is is still really trying to figure itself out. I don't think. Well, how about the Sixers and Aton's point about no three pointers? Mm. It was very evident over the weekend. Mm. And I had only attempted seventeen as a Mm. team. Come on, and the whole time looking at the game, I'm like, Come on, Aton, I was right. I I admit, man, I I admit when I'm wrong. Yes, you were. You're absolutely right, man. I argued a point that was. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Shelton on the stream says Parles went a whopping one for six on the slate in college <laughs> basketball on Saturday. What is happening? We hate to do it to him, but we I will. hate to do it to him. <laughs> we will. We have to. It's our obligation right now to get on Parles. Fade him. Fade him. Intensely fade him. There was one. Let's see what happens. Right, let me go on the, I'm gonna go on the app and just 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 fade him right now. I can't destroy him, destroy him. But there was there was one on Saturday. Well, all right, you know, and, man, I tell you, I had what? one here, five leg parlay that oh. bursted because Utah Valley State lost to the Dixie State Trailblazers. Neither, neither one of those schools, neither one of those Votex should have a basketball team, well, let alone you betting on them. That's that's a you problem. Utah Valley was minus 714. Oh, God. And then I, I had one of these UFC parlays where Rodolfo Vieira at minus 400 got must have got his ass served up, chopped up, and <laughs> served up to him. By Anthony Hernandez because he lost that one. Oh my god! Yeah, it wasn't a great day for me either. On uh, the only thing that hit, no. You I want you want far. UFC picks? You go 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 to Joey Odessa. No, no, no. What I do for UFC? That guy's is money. I, I take three or four fighters that are minus at least two hundred or higher, and their opponent has to be at least plus two hundred or higher. So if there's a fighter that's minus two fifty but he's going up against or she's going up against a fighter that's plus 180. I don't take it. 
But if it's minus 250 going up against plus 250, then I take the favorite and I usually put the three or four favorites together. In this case, I did four and it just so happens to bust. It, it actually, I used to do a Saturday show and it actually hit like we did this thing and it hit like 59% of the time this thing would hit mm-hmm. where you would just take the heaviest of favorites and parlay them and not Jeff parls them, but you would parlay them. Now, Angry Al says, Shander, your picks suck. What is he referring <laughs> to on the stream? I, I don't know. I mean, let you know, you got to be a little. He's got to be more specific. specific. Yeah, you can't just he, grunt stuff. He probably out made like fifty bets on, on Saturday alone. I mean, yeah, be sure. specific. Let's like, narrow I don't know it down. What radio a show bit. you're used to, but you can't just grunt stuff out and expect conversation. We're not that desperate for interaction right here. What'd you say? What'd you say? Okay, going once, going twice. Rick, are you there? Going 20 times, going 21 times. Oh, it looks like we lost Rick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good with it, man, because I'm looking. Put him on I'm, hold. I'm looking like a 2000, Call 2003 back, rapper right now. That's what I'm That's what I'm called because I got the yeah. hat and the, and, the, and the shirt matches. So I'm a, I'm a 2003. I hear you. I hear you. What? I hear you. No. What? <laughs> yeah, what, what is going on? What? Well, you, I don't know. Well, if you look at the stream, it says I look like a 2003, uh, 2003 rapper. rapper. No. Yeah. But hey, I was on a book it app, man. So the, the only reason I was on because I'm looking at the odds with uh, where JJ Watt is going. Oh, That's man. the biggest thing. Where is JJ Watt going? Is that the biggest? Is that bigger than Zach Ertz and where he's going? No, six one zero. I mean, really, it's amazing that not one person has moved in in two yeah. days, three. Well, you know what? Days. I keep yeah. telling people. I keep telling not people, one. man. That, at, at, at this point, it's just so hard right now to, to trade Carson because everybody's going into the draft. Everybody's looking at these young players now. They're starting to, you know, see. Well, what about Adnan Sharfter said it was yeah. going to happen? Yeah. He well, said it was, was going to happen in the next couple days. That was like two weeks ago. That's exactly. Right. Ah, da, da. It's well, not happening right now. I, I'm not going to use the whole, it, it hasn't happened. Like, if we didn't use this initially when the whoever was right got traded the first time around then i i think we should still apply it here where just because nobody got moved over the last two days doesn't mean at least for me that nobody's gonna get moved at all i just think it was hilarious that people were trying to will it going into the weekend realizing like all right you know what else are we gonna do what else are we gonna do no football on the weekend it was the mm-hmm. first real weekend without football right so I think people were trying to will something like this to happen, almost like, all right, it's going to happen on a Friday. It's going to happen on a Friday. Right. Just because, God forbid, you're stuck watching or doing something else other than football on television. There was something well, to do that. At the end of the day, man, I'm, 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 I'm still trying to figure out, you know, because then I heard, you know, that Jaws said, well, Jaws didn't actually say that the Colts had offered him to second round picks he said that you know from his sources that might have been the highest offer that they might have gotten and he said from a couple of um team sources that he talked to mm. and everybody just automatically said all right it's the colts mm-hmm. if you listen to what he said he was just answering a question you know kind of throwing it out there you know that that's probably around the 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 you know bargaining power that these teams are using to go at the eagles no, no first rounders. Right. And at this point, I think Howie thinks that he's worth a first round. And I think so also. He is worth a first round. Now he's not worth two. No. You know, like like you know that's ridiculous. A Rams trade. You know, he's nowhere near that. 
you know, Matthew Stafford is a proven commodity and putting him in a different uniform around different weapons in a different city in a winning attitude. He can be a lot better than what he is. So, you you know, they're talking about a total different uh, beast when it comes to uh, Matthew Stafford. And also that Rams team is that position away from being a possible Super Bowl team. Uh, Again, the Eagles are nowhere close. No. No, and it, and, they're on, and they're on the decline. Like I, 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 uh, I did a little hit for NBC saying, "All right, what's the likelihood of, of JJ Watt coming to the Eagles?" Instead of people going in and seeing what I said, they he's not coming here. I mean, I'm like, easy now. Just go in and listen to what I said. I well, said, "What did you say?" To, I said, "This used to be two, three years ago." A free agent haven. There were right. guys coming here, they're the top of their positions right. that wanted to play for In the other Eagles. words, like JJ Watt right now, three years ago, would be would have the Eagles at the top of his Absolutely. list. Absolutely. Because number one, team. they got a yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have a starting quarterback. Right. They're on the rise. I mean, this this was a, a popular destination for free agents. Right. I mean, we had now they're guy, an afterthought, not even an afterthought. Even, yeah. Alshon Jeffrey was the number one wide receiver. Um you know, in, in, in free agency, the time he signed, he, he bet on himself mm-hmm. and came to the Eagles and signed, you know, the league, you know, the, the, the you know, not even a real deal, a one-year deal to come play with Carson and this Eagles team. You know, so, I mean, this 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 spot right now, man, was it's the worst now. Nobody wants to come here. It's not a popular right. destination. This is the, right. You're not coming here because you want to win. Right. J.J. Watt wants to win a championship. Let, that's let, why. Let, he's, that's where he's going somewhere else. Even still, I mean, it, you know, we we still like Alshon is the best outside of T.O. And that was just because of this whole mishap with Baltimore and T.O. just just being on his own. Like even Alshon, I mean, it was it was not a a high year in that regard. And and now like that at their best was what they can get with a quarterback here that was an anchor. And now think about what we have. All of the guys who are up there from cousins to car to even Sam Darnold, there is want behind him. Mm-hmm. but we haven't even heard anything from Chicago. I mean, now you even have this thing coming out about flip where Carson and flip didn't really get along. And as much as people think, and that Carson really didn't like the idea of John DeFilippo on his ass. Well, DeFilippo was well, the, we hard, were, yeah. the hard ass. We talked yeah. about that. Right. right? Yeah. right. He never but, was. They didn't get along at all. Well, you know, it's it's an idea. Hold on a second. If that's the case, if they didn't get along at all, then take Chicago out. Then Chicago is not a place where Carson Wentz is going to go. Well, that was one of those national media creations in right. the first place What's that probably that? weren't really Chicago? Chicago. They they bought they vaulted Chicago right up to the top of the heap. I don't know why. Maybe because well, Nagy's a did, former yeah. Andy Reid guy. I don't it, really that's know. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but He's hold a on. Former Andy Reid guy. It's not like McLean or Kebsky or McMullen who'll join us today. It's not like any of these guys have come out and said, no, 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 no. Chicago's not involved. Take Chicago off the list. But the easiest way to connect it would be if Carson Wentz and John Filippo truly don't get along to where Carson was like, get this guy out of here or I can't deal with this guy. They just bumped Flip up. Remember, a lot of people thought they bumped flipped up, Flip up because of some sort of anchor or attraction of wanting Carson there. That might be the final straw of keeping Carson out to where it's like, well, 
now these two won't want to play. There's no way. So maybe that solidifies Derek Carr. Maybe that solidifies Sam Darnold. My point being is that these types of relationships are really the only thing we're banking on with Carson moving. He might only have Indianapolis, and maybe the Colts realize that. Maybe the Colts realize that there's no way in hell he's going. Maybe Frank Reich realizes there's no way in hell he's going to go. I was there. I heard what Carson said about Flip, to mm. Flip, behind Flip's back. There's no way he's going to go ahead. You keep selling us that you're going to trade him there as leverage. Maybe the Colts are just sitting back saying, who else? Who else in the right. NFL is going to take this guy? You know it's us. Here are two twos. Take it or leave it. Right. Well, what team is competing? What what team Nobody. right now do you think can compete at a level in which they think that they have a Super Bowl opportunity that doesn't have a quarterback? And that's the way you have to think about it. You have to be right on the cusp of being a playoff team to really well, even think about bringing in a guy like Carson. What was the BS rumor over the weekend? The Broncos? Yeah, I no. saw some smoke about the Broncos. That's a right. fake account, Harry. <laughs> no, I, I saw it other places. I okay. sent that one to you. I heard it, yeah, because it, I was laughing at it because uh, of who of who it was a fake of. I'm like, I'm I'm even amazed that there is a fake account. <laughs> Man, <laughs> there fakes. every day there are fakes. I'm Jesus. telling you. I tell you what, boy, <laughs> boy, I tell you. Oh, well, we should do. We should get McMullen on at some point. Now that we don't have real segments, you know, we're, we're gonna have to break. Did we really have real segments in the past? Anyway, I I never right. looked at it With that. Radio, that. we at least had indicators like yeah. hey, get out or right. you know, play spots. When like, are we gonna yeah, play our ads? <laughs> we should probably play them a, a couple of times throughout. We don't even have a rundown. No, we just freestyle. We never well, have a show sheet. <laughs> no, but that prep email that we get is out because I didn't no, get it today. Yeah, because there's no internet down there. I got a text from Craig oh, Wilson, our program yeah. director on oh, okay. Sports Map yeah. at like 6 a.m. Yeah, Houston's <laughs> off the grid. Yeah, exactly right. I'm thinking, uh oh. All right, we'll play some spots. We'll be right back. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience. Uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. I mean, I, I was just checking Ron Culver's Twitter feed to see if he has tweeted about the situation down there in Houston. Did we get him on? No, he hasn't said a word in, in days. 
Okay. He's not a very big tweeter. No, he's not. He's not big on any of this stuff. Like he's a very off the grid guy. Yeah. Who is working in a very on the grid technical world. Yeah. It's kind of a strange mix. A strange bird, if you will. <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> Do they still say that? I think so. Okay. Yes. Breaking stairs. Breaking stairs. All right. Now I, I'm trying to get a new show now that your honor is well, over. Wait, wait a second. Can we at least talk about your honor before we move? Oh, okay. On? Well, I thought we did that already. <laughs> right. Oh, right. We did open the show. Oh, okay. Before the show. So for anybody who's just joining us or has been with us the entire time today, we did wrap up your honor. It came the finale. What we think would be the series in and out one year finale happened yesterday and i'll say this it's the most difficult thing to do right i mean think about all of the shows you've seen that the finale or the way in which it ends either frustrates you bothers you or maybe even ruins the show i mean it's one of the most difficult it's landing the plane right yeah it, ending the tank for sam hinkey it's right. finally trading this dude whenever they trade Wentz it's it's completing it but mm -hmm. getting a good return back and and it's hard man it's really hard to end a show and I'll say that I was impressed I still think the show is probably like a seven and a half out of ten but maybe a seven out of ten but I'll, I'll give man the ending was was a difficult way to end it and and I I think it was true to the show, and I think it was true to the characters. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, muted. the end kind of, you know, surprised me a little bit. Um, but because I didn't think that it would, I didn't think he would be taken out the way he was taken out. Although I'm glad he was taken out because I couldn't stand the character. <laughs> yeah. I, he could have gone in episode six, if you ask me. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Well, that that's part of the whole dragon. whippy whiny. Oh, couldn't so stand whippy it. Whiny, First of all, man. wash your hair every once in a while. Can you mix in a Can you mix in a little shampoo, please, Adam? And then he goes to that party, the celebration, if you will, Your after honor. the trial, uh, and he goes to the hotel looking like he just rolled out of bed. Yeah, what is that? Like, well, you see, put on a clean shirt, tuck it in, will you? Right, here's right. The here's the thing. To your point about that. Remember, at the end of the previous episode, it ended with a cliffhanger of him getting that text from his girlfriend, who is the daughter of Baxter. Right. They come over and he left and you thought he left. And it took a full episode to, to deliver on that. I know. You guys kill me. When it takes an hour to deliver on a tease. No oh, you know how frustrating that is? Trust me. Oh. How, how many times, get, take a guess how many times I stopped the DVR just to check how many minutes were oh, left Harry, in the episode. I did it at least five oh, times. Five times. Yes, yes. Because you're like, come on. Yeah. Come on. You know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm and with then, you. And, and then you look at, and then, you know, <laughs> when the gangster finally sees him sitting over and he's taking a puff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here yeah, we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. First of I all, what is that joke you know? doing at the trial anyway? Stay right. home. Get right. out of here. Right. Crying. I'm like, come on, yeah. man. And, and here's another thing, though, to your point, Barrett, about them finally figuring out about the whole. Uh, Who did it? Right. With the asthma for Adam. Remember, early in this show, the show, the boss's number one guy, the red hair guy, mm -hmm. they found. 
the the inhaler. Yes, and yeah. they were waiting for DNA. They had their own guy. They were and waiting. Where did that go? DNA. What happened with that? Nothing. Right. They just completely ignored it. Like right. Yeah. That's like was it the second episode when he he comes yeah, finds it, it on the street. On. Yeah. yeah. Find it on the street, and then he found another inhaler when he went back to the house. When he when when the when the dude went in there in the house right. when and he was, was there by himself. Yeah. He Look, he found an inhaler yeah. and took it. Now again, I I think. I think that for a one-off, it was it was true. Like how it ended, there was no other way. Like everybody involved, er, and Cranston really brought everybody down. Like nobody mm -hmm. walked away feeling good about that. No. None of his friends, his girlfriend, the lawyer. I mean, she she's devastated. Yeah, like he screwed over another case. That's what he's known for, right? Letting yeah. bad people out, and he did it again. They Jimmy Baxter. This is what I love about how it ended, too, is that there was no real revenge. The only right. way Baxter got revenge was having his daughter live through something like that at that cost. Like nobody really got over even, you know, Cranston screwed over because his son gets shot in the neck right. and that's it. Uh, even Eugene, like you saw the look on Eugene's face. After he shoots Adam, he's, he's like, wrong guy. exactly. He's like, yeah. oh, my God. Right. Yeah. So everybody involved is like is devastated. The yeah. mother, you know how much the mother cares about the daughter. They they go sure. out of their way to show you how much they care about the daughter in that show. And she is she's heartbroken and they'll never tell her, you know, just like. And, and that's what I, I think was the whole part about the the affair and Brian Cranston resisting to tell about the affair mm -hmm. is that they won't tell the daughter that Adam killed her brother because it would, it would for, it would like kill her. Right. 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 Cause they were so close. Exactly. She could only talk to the, to the brother. Exactly. You know, he was, he was supposed to leave and go overseas and have a life there, leave this life alone. I mean, it's, they set everything up. I mean, at the end, I like it. It was poetic justice at the end. It's hard, you know? man. It's hard to write endings. I'll tell you, there's the show that Harry's watching now, The Shield. Yeah. Is one of the best endings on, on any show. And it's another reason why I love The Shield is because it's so true. Like the characters. And again, this is only one season for your honor. But think about it. Like, think about your favorite ending. There are plenty of shows that we've seen that just get destroyed. But you're right, Barrett. It's it was, you know, poetic justice to it. Look at the, the Star Wars that way. The Star Wars saga. Those were endings. Those were endings, bro. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Hey, I, I'm out on that. <laughs> I've never seen any of it. Like, that is incredible, man. That's that's yeah. what you should watch, man. I, I tell you that Eugene kid at the end. You know the reason he missed. He didn't go to Delaware Valley Sports Center to get his gun right? his gun lessons go. and work go. on his target shooting. Yep. That was definitely was to not do. Delaware yeah. Valley Sports Center where he got that burner. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, he should have went out legally, purchased the gun, got some actual instruction for mm -hmm. it, been able to aim, and then he would have popped Carl right. right in the face. Right. And so what? He, the neck. he thought he was in a video. Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. so 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 what what he was trying to shoot the son, Carlo. And, Correct. Yeah, and, and and missed and and, and hit the, um, Adam. The Adam Adam. Right. So, is there going to be any repercussions for that? You know that. I mean, is that how they would go forward with this? Uh, with well, this, are you going to watch? If they were, are you going to watch were? the next seat? I don't know. I I well, I'm, I'm out on it, but still, work. but still, but still. How how would you go about that? I mean, I I see that as the next the next point in this whole thing. 
you know, the yeah. the, 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 the made men, the gangsters against, you know, mm-hmm. uh, against the, yeah, I mean, it, it, it has to go that direction. Yeah. I don't know if I care enough about everybody in this show. I don't. I hated everybody. <laughs> I mean, if they want. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I grew to hate every character in the show. So and I, it only I, took I, like five episodes. What would you give it then? Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, give it a. I mean, it was okay. You know, but it started out. Days? It started out really good. And then it quickly, you know, kept on going down. It, it just went too long. Have you guys some of these. BBC shows, a lot of them on Netflix, like six episodes. Hour, yeah, 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 yeah. Four to six episodes, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you can do that. You can get away. Well, look, the Undoing—they messed it up. The Undoing—they had an opportunity to really have a strong show in what those six episodes. But this, this could have been a six-episode thriller, like yeah. bam, mm-hmm. bam, bam. Instead, it was just—it it, yeah. felt like really. Yeah. They're back in the parking lot having the same conversation. He's mm-hmm. asking him again. Yeah. What's, What's your move? move? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how he acts all tough. He's like four foot nothing. Right. And he's trying to look up at Cranston with this tough guy. Look, meanwhile, he doesn't do anything. He just turns it all over to the Irish guy to do all the dirty right. work. Right. I mean, and they brought in so many different characters that didn't like, like you said, the dirty cops. Then the guy, you know, with with his pops, you know, he goes and gets him a boat, and then all of a sudden he yeah. gets shot. You know, there's just so many, you know. It, it, you and have the, a, Viet, a the Vietnam vet a in there. The Vietnam vet in episode ten that got Costello off of or onto <laughs> Cranston, right? You know, she exposed him. Yeah, yeah. So the lawyer, it just, it's just the lawyer. Yeah. And then the, then the then then the female cop is like, she's right there to cusp of figuring out that you know that you know. This is a bad um, judge, and all of a sudden, what happens with that? Nothing. Everything just left right there. Bam. Done. Well, the the, the whole thing Done. is they realize that it's not him. Yeah. Like his girlfriend, right? Eugene identifies the lawyer or the, identifies Cranston, part of me. As and being at the house. That exactly. Night. Yeah. So the lawyer recognizes that it's not him and that it's Adam. And Costello was told by the soon-to-be mayor, mayor that it's not it's not um, Desiato, it's, it's Adam, his son, his son. Yeah. So once Adam is dead, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I don't see a need to move forward because once Adam's dead, are you really going to do a spinoff of Brian Cranston getting you know in trouble for covering this all up? It's it's like the suspense is done. The guy who did it all is dead. Yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, like that. I think they ended it properly, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, that's almost like power then, you know, the power spinoff. You know, you guys watch power? No. no. Does, I, I never don't. have. <laughs> is that about the record industry? No, no. Power no. is about uh, a gangster that, uh, that, that, you know, he, 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 he gets out of the game and, and, and becomes legit, but he still got his ties on how he makes his money, but he wants to go into, you know, be a reputable businessman, opens a club, you know, he even runs for public office in the city, you know, all that type of stuff, man. Okay. You're talking about empire. No, that's, that's, that's yeah, that, that's why I was getting confused with that. Yeah. Power power is 50 cents. Uh, this is our guy. For- that went for like seven years. Power. Oh, okay. It was on Stars. Star, yes. yeah. Okay. Stars. This is our guy from. Uh... A tribe once you got a customer for life. Oh, this is Boardwalk. Yeah. And your supplier. But that's him. 
Yeah, that's him. That's the it only, is time, that's the only yeah. time I recognize him. We'll get him back. Him. Could start an import operation. It's a young him. Yep. Younger, Chinese right? Land yep. Things of that nature. Cut out the middle, man. <laughs> oh, Lala Anthony was in power. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah, Lala. 50 Cent, yeah. This, uh, Lala. Whatever his name is. He's a fake joker to me. He'll always be a fake joker to me. <laughs> yeah. It took it took us three episodes to know who the hell you were talking about. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is in the show for three episodes. That was the that might have been the funniest part of us even investing ten hours of our life into this thing. Is the fact that that you thought it was Joaquin Phoenix for the first three shows? Are you kidding me? It's not him. Like, look at that dude. The 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 bad part is me and Aaron. Like, oh, Barrett, the look on his face when he realized that he. It wasn't that guy was priceless. Honestly, I felt bad. If it weren't you, if it was not you and your recommendation, I I would have felt bad because I otherwise I would have pulled the cord. You know me, I would have been belligerent. I'm oh, out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not Joaquin Phoenix, I'm out. Yeah. But I felt bad. No, I am I'm happy that we spent our time watching that show. I am. Because I, I think that it's it's definitely a show I would recommend. It's a show worth watching. It's a yeah. show worth having a convo about, but it's not going to be an all timer. All right. Here, now, how do you feel about Kate Winslet? Uh, I'm not anti. All right. Uh, Kate Winslet is the star of a seven episode drama that's going to happen on HBO and it's going to debut in April, April 18th. Which is probably a Sunday night. I, I'm not, I don't know for sure. We got a little bit for that. Yeah, we do. But this is, just came out today in the Philly Voice. It's actually filmed in the Philadelphia suburbs. Mm, it was filmed right. out in Chester County. What's it called, though? It's called Mayor, M-A-R-E, of East Town. Not Mayor from the Fanatic who moved out west. No, she's <laughs> in uh, San Diego, I believe. Right. right. Yes. So it's called M-A-R-E? <laughs> M-A-R-E, Mayor of East Town. All right, not Pottstown. No. You said it's shot, though. Not Fishtown. Right, not Fishtown. <laughs> right. It's shot in Chester County. Okay. A lot of it. Coming American limited series. Yes. Created by Brad Inglesby, not to be confused with Engelbert. Humperdink. Correct. Yeah. Who is the top Humperdink of all time? Right? Yeah, that's the only Humperdink, I believe. <laughs> well, isn't there the Humperdink from the Princess Bride? Yeah, I don't, really? Yeah, I, I think the I I believe the bad guy, not the six fingered man, but the main bad guy is named Prince Humperdink, mm. which is, I guess, the number two Humperdink of all time behind Engelberg, right? Okay. All right, so yes, Brad Inglesby's from this area, by the way. Really? Yes. Everybody is that. I'm imagine that a detective in a small Pennsylvania town investigates a local murder while trying to keep her life from falling apart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brad yeah, Inglesby's yeah. dad. His Brad Inglesby's dad was a former Villanova basketball player. I don't yeah, see. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about, but it's a new show that's going to start in April. Push on. Wait a second. I don't see Kate. I don't Winslet. claim to act like I'm well-versed in what the hell you guys are talking about, but hey, I just rock with it, baby. Kate Winslet is in it. It says. She's like the star. Okay. 
I she see. had, in fact, she had to uh, develop a Delco type of accent. Which I is- see Josie Bacon, Devin Denman, Neil Huff, Izzy King. Hmm. No, Julianne Nicholson. What are you looking at? Um, oh, she's all the way at the bottom hmm. of the names. That's why. Wow, that's strange. That she would so be- you guys aren't going with the Queen Latifah? Sure. No equalizer. Heard, you know, here's the equalizer. thing. I've heard anybody talking about that. Is Me anybody, neither. Is it any good? I don't know. I just I just watched that first show. Come on. And it I'm, and it was it was okay. Later. It was just I couldn't put my name behind it, but it was just okay. Well, Who I know why. Fight was it the Chiefs defense that night or Queen Latifah? <laughs> I know why he was watching it on the first. It was after the Super Bowl, yeah. and right. he was so wound up from that <laughs> tremendous football game yes. that he couldn't decompress and go to bed right away. So he had to watch the Queen. No, I could actually, actually, the room was spinning about there because I had that infusion, <laughs> and the room was spinning, and I had to get my bearings about me first, so I just had to focus on one thing, and I focused on the TV, so that's what I, happened. I can't go up the steps right now, so I got to watch the queen. No, she looked like the old queen to you at that point. Back in the day, queen. Here comes now. Like, come on, are we oh. expected to believe all of this here? What, what's What's really happening? <laughs> we went down the rabbit hole man we haven't started out i mean come on now we're not we're not like other show we're not just going to talk about carson wentz carson wentz no carson wentz i didn't think one second about carson wentz this weekend all i had to because i was getting phone calls from nbc you know sports saying what the hell is going on i don't i didn't know what was going on so i called my sources and my Mm -hmm. sources told me nothing right so I knew that. That's when. That's why you know, Shander was kept texting. All right, it's about to happen now. Right. Three thirty. Aton was trying to will it to happen on Friday Absolutely. at five o'clock. I'm telling you, there was something in the air. We're gonna have a special show, a special, right, a special middle show. Yeah, without me. <laughs> By the way, I'm in on this show. Just so you know, what show? The Kate the mayor of East Town. Yeah. Okay. Mayor of East Town. Yeah, yeah. I'm in on this. All now, right. We need. Right, we'll start that the, when in April. When April 18th. April? Okay. That's the problem, though, Barrett. We have to wait two months for this thing. I'm not. I gonna, know. We need something in between. Can't just wait. So, so, hey, so Angry Al said he watched the Queen Latifah. Hey, Angry Al. So what? What was it about? What happened? It was a damn musical. <laughs> it was a musical. <laughs> He said his wife made him watch it last night. It sucks. And it sucks. Yeah. Shocker. Right, right. Shocker. They, I mean, come on. They got her body slamming people. What is going on? She's I, the one you call when you can't call anybody else. That's what it who, said in the promo, right? Yeah. Is it Paul? It's like Rudd? Ray Donovan. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not. She's not a she's not a police officer. She's not a lawyer. She's not. She's not a judge. She just right. gets it done. Who is the, oh man, think about this. Who is the most unrealistic action hero of all time on either TV or the movie? Unrealistic. Uh, yeah. Man, here's Smash 72. I go back and watch season two. Season two of The Wire is crucial to the story and is one of the key elements of what was actually going on in Baltimore, the docks. Huge, I, I think, misnomer. About that show. Season two is actually really good. But think about this. Like, Queen Latifah DDTing, right? Body slamming people. Mm-hmm. Who is that first action hero or whatever where it was just like, come on, this is ridiculous. Doesn't Paul Rudd 
Isn't he in some? Was action? he an action hero? Or no? Is it Paul Rudd or who's the, who's the guy? Um, it's uh, it's called Nobody. Oh Nobody. man, I don't know. I'm an action no, hero. Yes, it's not Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis, oh, it, it's yeah. uh, it's this guy Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, what 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 was he? Well, there's this new movie called Nobody where he's like, you know, this ex whatever and his house gets robbed and he doesn't do anything and he gets pushed to the break and he turns into this badass or it reignites this badass in him and he goes out and he starts kicking ass, taking names, you know, turns well, into a modern day Charles Bronson. But okay. It's Bob Odenkirk. Right. But I mean, you could have said the same thing about Cranston before uh, Breaking Bad came out. You were like, what? They expect me to believe that he's going to be a tough guy, a, a badass drug lord that's going to kill people? Okay. I'll give you that. I, I feel like Breaking Bad. And he was Bad, great. Yeah. It took about two seasons for him to become that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how much of it is. Breaking Bad's ability to tell the story and evolve a character versus something where it's like, again, Barrett, do they do? And I know you were wasted when you were watching the show, but was there any like was there any actual buildup? Or does the show start and she's just body slamming? People? No, it didn't start out like that. She's she she she's like a um, she's like a fixer, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know like, I mean? She's, yeah she's like Ray like Donovan. Yeah, yeah, like Ray Donovan. Exactly. How about you know? Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool? Yeah, I, I I didn't believe. Now there are a lot of Marvel and comic people that say no, it worked. They love it, and it's a I great love movie. It. Well, it's I watched the first one. I thought yeah, it was good. I, I'm with you though. Like, I I couldn't. I didn't see it. Ah, I didn't see. But here's. I I don't know. I just. I couldn't picture him being this big badass. No, movie. me either. But, but he's. It, a, it was good. He's more of a, yeah, he's more a comedian badass than anything. You know, he's right. not. He's not that guy that you know. Art. I mean, I, I I enjoyed it, man, because all the stuff that happens to him, you know, and he's still a good guy, mm -hmm. but he's still almost a bad. I mean, I liked it, man. I I just I enjoyed it. What about Michael Keaton as a Batman before he was Batman? I didn't like that. That's probably yeah. the only Batman series I didn't like. Really? He's, like, he's yeah. the second best Batman of all time. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. Are you kidding me? Christian Bale is number one. Yes. Who would you go? George Clooney? George Clooney? <laughs> what are you going to give me? George Clooney? <laughs> well, there is no other Batmans except for him. <laughs> well, the, the new, the, the old, old ones, yes. When it was, damn. Bam. Oh yeah. Adam First, West? Adam, Adam West. West. Yeah, Adam West. Yeah. I I think that Keaton, wait a second, from a movie standpoint, Keaton West is separate. He's the television Batman. Mm -hmm. But from a movie standpoint, I mean, Bale revolutionized it, but Michael Keaton, how do you have a problem with Michael Keaton, man? I think he's just too he looks he looks too nice. You know, he looks just too nice. Well, he was like, what was he doing? Actually, you know what? This is not a bad example, Harry. Mm -hmm. Because what the hell was he doing? Even Barrett says That's he That's what I'm saying. Tonight. Before he was Batman, like he was a comedic actor, right? Was he? Yes. 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 I mean, look, the, I guy, thought... the guy was involved. One good cop? With Harvey Keitel, you, you think, or no, that's the bald one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like, hold on a second. When did he do this? What what, what was the year? Well, I don't know. I'd have to look up his IMDb. 
I'm I have it right here in front of me. Okay, but I, I don't right here in front of me. Batman is well, he did do a lot. What the hell was Batman? He's a great actor. Yeah, until he fell the hell off. All right, look, Batman is is eighty nine. Okay, all right. One of his best movies ever is The Dream Team. By the way, just yes. So Batman is eighty nine. He he was not a comedic actor. Uh, Multiplicity. That's that's good by you, uh, Smash seventy two Cutlass. Uh, you know what? Maybe he was. Okay, I'll give you that. He was the Dream Team. Beetle Mr. Team. Mom, Night yep. Shift, Gung Ho, which is yeah. hilarious. Johnny Dangerously, which is iconic. Mr. Right. Mom, another great movie. Night Shift. Yeah. Okay. I'll give Night you Shift was good. Yeah, it was. I'll yep. give you that. This yeah. was a comedic actor who was thrust. It was a departure, the as they call it. Don't yes, they, isn't that what they say in the business? It's a departure uh -huh. role. Uh -huh. Well, you know yeah. what? You know what? Another actor, you say it, it was a show that I, he was supposed to be a bad. I just can't see him as a badass. I, it's Forrest Whitaker in the, um, the Last King of Scotland. I, I I couldn't get into it, man. Okay, so I didn't see. <clears throat> The last king of Scotland. You'll that was about the the leader of like Uganda or something, wasn't mm -hmm. it? What, what was his name? So here's the thing. In history, I can't allow any slander on a couple of people when it comes to music and movies. And I have a no watch list where I'll refuse to watch somebody like Owen Wilson. I'll never watch anything with Owen. Wilson. I don't. I don't blame you. He's on the what? no watch list. Yeah. Uh, Forrest is on the no slander list. Right. I love Forrest. Just Whitaker. be careful, Barrett, because I will defend whatever hill I need to die on. I will defend Forrest Whitaker. He was great in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, too. Amazing. Now, <laughs> wait until you. Ghost Dog? Him. Here's the thing. The, Edie yeah. Amin. That's who he played. Edie Ghost Amin. Dog? Edie yeah, Amin right. in, yeah. in Last King of Scotland. Yeah. But here's the thing, Harry. Wait until you see him in The Shield. Okay, because, yeah, I'm not there yet. No, 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 because you'll go back to something like Fast Times and be like, how am I watching the same individual? Yeah. Man, I... He was Jefferson in in Fast Times at Richmond. Yeah, I mean, that movie is... I thought he just flew in for games. So what was it that you didn't believe about, about Forrest, Barrett? I, I just didn't, like, I don't see him as a badass. Like, he was in Rogue One also. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Rogue One. You know, he was in that one that alien movie also. I didn't like him in that either. You didn't like him, man? No. I'm not what? A you don't guy. believe that he's a badass? No, I don't believe that at all. You know, he's a big dude, right? Yeah, he is yeah. a big dude. Yeah. He's six yeah. two, like two twenty, man. Does that's that not help? Big to me. That's not like, big to me. No, nobody is that's, big to that's, you. That's, nobody's big to you. Right. Like, <laughs> Shaq is big to you. That's it. There's about 2% or 3% of the people that we bring up in sports <laughs> who are big to you. So, yes, oh, you know, you have to look at it from normal standpoint. All right, all right, all right. Got you. I got you. <laughs> but hold on. Let, let's go back to this Owen, man. How, how could you not like – and was it Xander? Uh, what is it? Uh, What's the movie? Xander. Oh, you're talking about the – Owen, Owen. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, Zoolander. yeah. Yeah. Zoolander, Zoolander. Yeah. You guys don't like Zoolander? I don't yeah. like Owen Wilson, so don't ask me to watch. It's like any, it's like some nasty add-on to your sandwich. All right, cucumbers. I don't want cucumbers on my sandwich. Yeah. Don't add something like Owen Wilson in yeah. a movie. He needs it's to take word. him and his crooked nose elsewhere. Seriously. That yeah, I can't handle I like his brother. Is brother, it Luke Wilson? Yeah, Luke Wilson. Yeah, I like him. What? Great straight man. 
Yeah. He's a I great, look great this up. man, if you ever notice that. Yes, Owen Wilson, I'm out on him too. How could you defend that guy? <laughs> Didn't he do that? He got awful movie with Jackie Chan. I was such a Jackie Chan fan. And it forced me to watch. And after that, I was like, I, I can't do it. <laughs> Never again. Like, I can't watch Owen Wilson on the movie theater. Screen so or- he ruined Jackie Chan for you. He ruined everything for me. He ruined Ben Stiller. Ben Vince Stiller. Vaughn? He ruined Vince Vaughn for you? Yes. I, well, here's the thing. I never saw. I, I've only seen it in clips and bits and pieces. Wedding Crasher? Yeah. yeah. Because I was so deep in my hate and disdain <laughs> for Owen Wilson that it got to the oh, point. Oh, you gotta watch Wedding Crasher. You need to watch it because it will take that disdain and that hate to a new level. And yeah. I want to see that level. I've seen clip. Maybe we should do that. We should live. We should do a watch party. (laughs) You know, that's the thing. That's actually a pretty good reality show, right? Is you get somebody who people care about Mm -hmm. and you find out from them what their biggest fear is. Not like eating something in Joe Rogan's standpoint of eating some reptile or whatever. Right. Sitting down and being stuck. What like what's your biggest fear being trapped in a seat? watching fill in the blank over and over and over again. And then you strap that person in a seat and you have them watch little house on the prairie reruns for like an hour and you yeah. just stream it. It happens to me most weekends when golf isn't on and that, and your HGTV, stuck. we got to put up that camera, man. So we oh. can stream. That's probably what we, we get caught in an HGTV vortex yeah. with my wife. <laughs> exactly. Man. Oh, I'm telling you, the weather just needs to get better so both of us can get out of the house. That's probably it. How could you be out on? See, that's a good. That's a good. One. That's a good definition. That's Jason's a, well, lyric. You go back, bank robber. You ever see bank robber back yeah, in the early nineties? Yeah. The crying game. The level of range. Well, you want some of guy with range? How about Sean Penn? Yeah, he's got some okay. range to him. Bad Boys was a great. I mean, um, uh. That was a great movie, man. He's in jail. I mean, I want to go close to me. range was good with him. Yeah. And then okay. to go yeah. to I am Sam. I mean, he, he did it all. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's but to the point though, you, we're talking about guy like did either one of you have a problem believing that Sean Penn is a badass? No. 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 E- no. Even though he started basically with Fast Times. Yeah. That was the first my first introduction. He also he comes across as a person. He just looks like somebody who loses his temper, mm. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so you look at him, and then you look at I am Sam. I mean, that just shows depth right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Like Johnny Depp. Has Johnny Depp ever been in a position like an action? Has he ever been in a Bruce Willis type scenario? Johnny no. Depp action hero. That would be a guy that I would have a problem like Queen Latifah. I mean, he can lose his temper too. Well, yeah, and that, and you know, the funny thing, or not funny in the truest definition of it, but the ironic, I guess, sense of it all is he is a man who in real life yeah. loses his temper. But I couldn't believe, like, could you buy him being in a Charles Bronson remake, Death Wish Six, starring Johnny Depp? No, I probably could. Yeah, you could, man. Just really? knowing his pride. What about, life, what about yeah. Keanu Reeves? Well, hold on a second. I'm, I'm before we jump ship here on a new person. I'm curious. What about 
What about Johnny Depp to you screams action hero? Not a, it doesn't scream action hero, but I could see him losing his cool and, and being a tough guy, trying to be a tough guy. Right. I mean, wasn't he in that 21 Jump Street way back in the day where he play, basically played a cop, right? Yep. Yeah, that's 87 and 90. Wow. Look at all the stuff. That was the beginning of Fox, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, what it is, Shan, you can't see the past him being a pirate. That's yeah. what it is. You Pirates just of the Caribbean ruined yeah. it for you. <clears throat> oh, you he was Ponto and the Lone Ranger. I'm sure that movie's probably That's the same as a pirate, though. You in know. the process of being canceled if he was such. He looks, uh, he looks just like the pirate still, you know, even even as Tonto the Indian. I got to be honest, though, the perfume, the cologne commercial with the buffalo and yeah. him digging something on the side of the road in the desert kind of ruined him for me. OK, fair enough. Yeah. Now, Barrett brings up Keanu Reeves. Here's another one. But you have to understand Keanu before the Matrix and the Matrix was the first time that he was truly the action hero. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only action hero he is, really. Yeah. No, no. He's, no he's he does been... the one now that. Has oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. And then he got he got speed. Then he has a uh, look. Speed uh, was before the Matrix. Right. So we've yes. already seen him. And and also, look, he was you. We always play Utah. Give me two. Yeah. He, you know, he's Johnny Utah. Right. Man. That's that, not a comedy. That's great. That was that was great acting. I like that. Yeah, point, point, break point, was, point Break was Point Break was an all timer too. I love that. Even the new Point Break, I like. Yeah, Point Break, the first one, not the yeah, old. Yeah, the first one. Here's the thing about it, it's interesting. You bring up Keanu Reeves, Barrett. Here's the John thing about Wick. Keanu, Keanu John Wick. Right, John had, Wick. What was it? John, John Wick, Wick is John Wick now, right? Franchise. Keanu already had a couple of before he hit the Matrix. Keanu already had a couple of action roles, but to Barrett's point of just about bringing him up, I still think just because it's hey, I'm Keanu Reeves, like Bill yeah. and Ted. Who, no, no, he, he was that was um accepted. That was a uh, Bill and Ted's excellent Yeah, and Bill, look, Bill and Bill Ted, Ted. Yeah, that that came out first before these other ones. Even Speed. though he was still, yeah, I mean, he was still in in dramas before Bill and Ted, but yeah, he came out as Bill and Ted. And everybody was like, oh, man, you know, right, like, right. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait a second, point break. You had a couple of others, including Speed and The Matrix, but we still refused it. Even now at John Wick, I have trouble accepting that Keanu Reeves is some major ass kicker. I never I never saw any of those. You ever see well, Johnny Newman? The John Wicks. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Newman. <laughs> well, how about this, man? Russell Crowe, man, is a good one because I can't. That, to me, he's just the ultimate gladiator still, man. Still the ultimate gladiator. In Gladiator. I mean, that was just that was just one yeah. of the best movies I saw. You know, I used to watch that before games. Yeah. Just to get hype. Oh, the yeah. The whole thing? Oh, yeah. Or oh, just yeah. parts of it. Because it's no, a long movie. The game. I know. I watched before the game. I watch it. I go to I actually go to the stadium like four hours early. Mm-hmm. And I watch it. It's like two and a half hours. Then I turn around, I go warm up, and then I go out and play the game. Right. Oh. Wow. That's how I get hype, man. Gladiator or Braveheart? Braveheart. I gotta go. Braveheart's pretty damn good too. Yeah. I gotta go. Gladiator, man. Yeah. What is it? What is it? What you do in eternity? Echoes and what? Oh, I forget what it is. No, I have no idea. Come on. Don't. Go. How can you guys be out on Gladiator, man? I'm not out on it. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to go based on what six idiots in some room in Hollywood, California, Culver City. 
cooked up on a script for Russell Crowe to say 50 times over. Come on. Bro, he said it one time, and that's all he needed to say. Oh, yeah, one he's time. one and done? <laughs> yeah, one time, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it was great, man. Also, look, Jeff Bruder likes Braveheart instead of Gladiator. Yeah, Braveheart, I think Braveheart was the was the classic. Yeah. Well, you know what I did this morning? I worked out this morning, early this morning, and um, you know what I watched while I'm working out? 300. Okay. That's To me, I like that one. I like 300. The whole thing. You're watching yeah. the whole thing while you're lifting. Yeah, I'm lifting, and then I jumped on the elliptical for a little while, then I jumped in the sauna, mm-hmm. and I watched. I watched. That's, There's that's something about hours. that time period that does it for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and then you have the the, the, the space stuff with Star Wars and stuff. That, that's, <laughs> I, I dig those. You work yeah. out with Star Wars? Yeah, I well, I actually fix my cars with Star Wars. Is that right? I go in my garage, and I have it up on my, uh, you know, I, I have the whole collection. It's a DVD collection. And I watch, I watch it. I throw it in there, and I work for you know however long it is till I get too cold, and I go in the house. You don't just listen it. to music when you're working on a car. I'm not a music guy. I'm not really a music guy. You wow. should listen to like King of Queens or something like that. <laughs> back it's really cool. Tell you, there's a lot of good stuff coming off that show. <laughs> really, it's amazing. Uh, you watch three episodes on demand. That's an hour. Mm-hmm. You've killed an hour. Same thing with the office. Office now on Prime. You kill an hour. So easy. But why are you trying to kill an hour? Right. Well, no, I have like, plenty of stuff I need to do in that hour. Yes, yeah. But it, it, everything that you're doing, it's basically like adding a grow lamp to doing something that you're already at. So, in at. other words, it goes with everything. It oh, enhances. Yeah. Look, yeah. It's my brother accomplish- said... Russell Crowe is unhinged. Yeah, you're right, man. He didn't got a little, you know, he, he looks like he's on my diet now. You know, he, you know, he's he's not that guy anymore that's a, a gladiator. Mm-hmm. He's about my size. Well, yeah, he gets fat for roles. <laughs> like he he's one of those guys that his body, like he changes. There's there's a couple of actors that can do that. Will like Smith on, on command. Like Will Smith. Yeah, he got ripped. He either for a gets couple diesel of or yeah. ripped. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy, man. How you know? Even Denzel does Ali. that too. Denzel yeah, can does. get fat for a role too. Yeah, well, yeah. Yep. And these older guys have no choice but to get in shape. Well, I just get fat. Right. That's all. I'm yeah, yeah. But I'm fat saying, for the middle. If you yeah. want me to, <laughs> that you're out there body slamming people. Yeah, this 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 show should be called Soft in the Middle. <laughs> We're far from whatever. Queen Latifah could body slam two thirds of us. Without Don't a look at me. No question. Sure I'm I'm not sure. Depending on her back that day, <laughs> Queen Latifah put me in a suplex, and he, she'd give Aton a DDT. Oh my goodness! It's a, shame, right? it's a shame that we've got COVID and all, because if we were all in the same studio, we would do everything we could to get Latifah in to promote that show. Oh no doubt. And we would ask her to body slam all of us yeah. onto, well, what the, onto the mat. Including Barrett. I bet you she's got some sort of Tai Chi movement where it's her hands and you don't mm-hmm. even know what's going on. Next thing you know, your ass is on the back. <laughs> She'll flip you. Oh, my goodness. Hey, oh, man. Gotta watch out, man. You got to watch out. Well, let's, all right. So we'll go into Danny DeVito and no. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Twins. That has to be the worst movie ever made. No, I'm out twins. on Danny DeVito. They're brothers. I- I know that it's you can't say that in Philadelphia because it's always sunny. Oh. But come on, Danny DeVito is one of the most overrated actors of all time. You know, if he was a normal height, nobody would care about him. 
Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Honestly, I agree listen, if he wasn't five foot nothing or four foot ten, whatever well, he is, an average guy, he, he average would never player. have been in taxi. Well, no. he's I mean, he's funny. Yeah, he's funny, but he's funnier because he's a little guy. Well, he was also in Johnny Dangerously. Let's not. What terrible. was that movie when he was a lawyer? He wasn't terrible in, in some of the old stuff. I'm not oh, saying he's, he's terrible at all, but I'm just saying. From the train? <laughs> that was Billy Crystal, too, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Rule of the Nile, too? Come on. We just, I mean, let's let's not act like this guy here is uh, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Don't we have ads to play? Yeah, we've gone a long time without playing an ad. You're right, man. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. This is a commercial free rock box. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. You know what? I take that back, man. You're absolutely right, man. Um, Godfather of Harlem was a great movie. So he had some all-timers. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you not listening to me, bro? What's that, man? I'm saying, hold on, hold on. We got to play more. We got to play more. Yeah, and he keeps talking. We have to listen? Oh, that's right. He's well, yeah, a you were trying to tease something? It's going to mute your mic otherwise. Oh, uh, But, yeah, you're right, man. Forrest Whitaker, man, he shows. I mean, because I just thought about, you know, the Godfather of Harlem, man. Somebody just told me about that. Yeah, you're right. That is that is some. Uh, that's pretty good also. Well, everything he's, I mean, he's done a ton, a ton. Yeah. Who are we talking about now? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah. I tell you, the dynamic of him and Michael Chiklis on screen in the shield is oh, insane. Yeah. Like I I remember just sitting on the edge of my seat. It, it, your, your heart is racing because they do a really good job of it. And you already have done something similar with Glenn Close. But it's it's different in that the acting and those two, I, I honestly like you. It, that's why I like the Shield is because if you ever see Glenn Close, whatever she does and all the different things she's done, mm-hmm. the Shield is like her Walter White with Brian Cranston. Like oh, okay. Brian Cranston will never do anything like Breaking Bad ever because hmm. it's right. it'll stand alone. And Glenn Close with the Shield was was insane. Well, would you like? You also have actresses. All they do is just is, is like you know being a, a, a not superhero but an action guy like Tom Cruise. They get typecast. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise is that that type of guy. You know, MI, uh, MIA or whatever it is. They you know that's all Mission the, uh, Impossible. Yeah, 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 or Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. 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 
he got to just, you know, put in that box, little box. Well, I, I think that's – it's got to be the easiest type, right? Well, because people don't go into comedy when they've got nothing left. They go into action. Hmm. That's why you get people that are doing it. Like, it's hard. It's hard to do a sitcom. It's hard to make mm -hmm. a comedy. It's not hard to just blow a bunch of shit up. Right, right, right. And make us believe whoever. We just talked about people well, that we didn't believe being who, who was the guy that ended up being Jason Bourne? Because before he was Jason Bourne, Matt if Damon. you were going to, yeah, if you were going to tell me that Matt Damon was going to be an action guy, I would have been like, huh? All right, well, right. that's a good one. Like Matt Damon before Bourne. Did he have anything along those lines? Goodwill Hunting. Was he was always in stuff with Ben Affleck. Well, not always. Well, they were all pretty much tied at some ben point. Ben Affleck he, is on my list. So yeah, I, I can't stand him. Yeah, trust me. I don't watch He's anything. on the no watch list. I refuse me. to acknowledge Ben Affleck. Yep, I'm with you. I'll tell you, more and more, Aton and I discuss Hollywood and acting. The more and more we're on the same page. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but we are on the same yeah. page. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I love them in, in Ford and Ferrari. Um, I mean, I even watch him in The Great Wall. I think he's good, period. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you would have said he's going to do an action series like Jason Bourne, I would have been like, hmm, I got to see this. Right. To, right, to believe right, right. it. Now, I, you know. look, at the, look at the movies he did in the beginning where he had, look at look at the range you had where he was good on Goodwill Hunting. He also was lawyer, right, in The Rainmaker. Yeah. Rounders, Dogma, funny movie. Rounders is a phenomenal movie. Saving in, Private Ryan. He was Ryan. Mm -hmm. and, Invictus. And was, sorry? Invictus. Invictus. Was he in yeah. that? I didn't see the soccer that. movie. Yeah, yeah, the soccer movie. Well, that was later on, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When was that? Uh, I mean, that's like from like, that's in uh, 2009. Yeah, okay. So right. I'm just saying back in the day where you had him start before before he became the action hero. Right. He was doing everything. Courage yep. under fire. You ever see that? No, no. I've seen it, but stuff like Brothers Grim. No? Hey, you guys haven't seen Courage Under Fire? No. What is it? All of you, man. Denzel, Meg Ryan, Lou Diamond Phillips, Matt Damon, Michael Moriarty, who is the first assistant district attorney in law and order. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a, a question pending. Yeah. Uh, He's Bronson, a... Bronson Pinchot. Pinchot. Who, yeah. You know him. Yeah. He was bulky. bosom buddies, wasn't he? Yeah. He's bulky. Yeah. Regina Taylor is in this movie. Uh, let's see. Sean Astin. Rudy mm -hmm. is in this movie. Right. How the hell do you not know this? What's it about? So. Courage under fire. I'll read you the skinny. A U.S. Army officer despondent about a deadly mistake he made investigates a female chopper commander's worthiness for the Medal of Honor. So Denzel is that officer. He's investigating Meg Ryan. And there is this story about what happened, who died, cover up or not. Yeah, oh, I remember that. I, I saw it. Yes, you're right. That is a good movie. It's really, it's, it's really good. And Matt Damon is part of it. Right, right. Uh, the Talented Mr. Ripley is a great movie by him also. Insanely good movie. Right. The range oh. that he has in that is is outstanding. But no, I look, I think you're right where this is a guy who, even though had a ton of range, was not an action hero before right. he, he stepped in this thing. Yeah, right. 
by any means. Anything no. happen? Do, do we miss anything? Anybody get traded? Uh, no, I don't think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what happened this weekend, sports wise, outside of you know, uh, the, 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 the Daytona finally ending and the golf that well, really w- warranted our attention? Let me go to my bet slip and I'll tell you. Oh, god, that's that's I mean, the only well, way. Texas lost two games, didn't they? Yeah, and, and here's yeah. the thing I, I can play if do you want to go back to props and locks and see it. Well, that's what Angry Al apparently said. That's when he said your picks sucked. On props and locks? That's what he mentioned. Props and locks on your TV show. Which one of the picks sucked? Was it taking the Suns on the money line or was it taking Creighton on the money line? Creighton beat Villanova outright. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. All right, I'll pull it up. You you son of a... You son of a skunk. (laughs) Don't you dare accuse me of skunking anybody out there. (laughs) Al... How dare you accuse me of the skunk's back on tomorrow? He is back on tomorrow. Yeah, he's back on tomorrow. I I am out on that skunk because he has refused to. He's so scared of skunking us that he won't even give us a pick. He's that much of a skunk in his own right. Well, see, this is what happens when the Flyers don't play. Like he is out. You know what I mean? Like he has no feel for the game of hockey. That's true. You got to have a feel for it. Now, I mean, I think the. I think at this point, you know, he doesn't want to mess that job up. So he's not trying to say anything contrary to his to his squad. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're not playing right now. So yeah. he can't give a pick on the Canadians game. Or, come on, Barrett. Don't take this guy. The avalanche last night. or I mean, come on. Hey, I mean, how do I talk him off the hook? You're taking this guy <laughs> off the hook. You know exactly who he is. What we thought he was, right? He is that guy. Every once in a while, he'll sprinkle something in, in the text chain also. Yeah. All right. Now, Colin Berger says uh, that Daniel Berger, who won the golf tournament this weekend, is his third cousin. Hence mm. the Berger. Colin works at a famous golf course out in Lancaster. Right. So we need to investigate that, Aton. Okay. Well, I'm right. pulling up props and locks here for you. Oh, here it is. John McMullen's in the house. This is is the show right here, by the way. This is our show in a nutshell. All right, now who's on this show? No, I'm just saying our show, where John McMullen is popping in. You have no idea what the hell we're doing. Nobody does. Al (laughs) is accusing me of my picks sucking. So let's go back. Let's get him. Now, I'll give you the sun. I think the Suns was the one we hit, right? Yeah, you hit that and you hit Creighton, apparently. guys. He had the Suns on the money line. Make sure you get up early. Check the Fox Sports. Fox, play the total here and go under because I'm having major trust issues with the Philadelphia 76ers away from South Philadelphia. And the total right now, again, it will become official Saturday morning. Go under 221 and a half it's contrarian because the over has hit three out of the last five for both teams so you're going to get really good value on the fox bed sportsbook app for the under as far as the play is concerned if you are going to make one on the game take the suns on the money line make all right there you go suns the money line okay i hate to do it to you but you don't act that professional with us <laughs> no i don't you're right to win the mvp on the fox bed sports you're right now that's the mvp so we'll move forward to villanova right yeah and where we are, this is the Suns and John McMullen's wasting time watching this yep, with us. Absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely, 
I could see my buddy Scott Grayson there. Yeah, Scott is is amazing on this show, as is Sean. But here's the thing. We go back to this earlier right here where we were talking about the Detroit Pistons. Remember, I mentioned that Detroit Pistons, you see it right there in the first quarter. They won the first quarter Friday night. Right. So if you were watching this, they already won that first quarter Friday night. Now, we fast forward to Villanova where – we have Nova and Crate comes official. I'm going to stay away from Villanova. This is betting the human element. Forget the narrative. As you mentioned, fans for the first time in front, opposing fans, getting on a flight for the first time. It's just disruption in your routine. So I'm going to stay away from that game as a whole from the line. But I think you have to pound the over. Both teams doing really well. Nine and six, the over for Villanova this year. And 10 and 10, 500, which is a good sign because the over is at least 500, if not higher. That's why you go here a lot of points again all right so what's he talking about wow all right come on what are your thoughts on all this john so what is Aton getting killed for his picks is that what we're saying yeah and i'm only showing the ones that i got right (laughs) (laughs) look if you're if you're gambling and taking other people's advice you gotta live and die with it right especially when you're not paying for it exactly right that's a that is a free program correct this is not Nobody is pimping out an 800 number or 900 number yeah. or website or anything. This isn't like behind that. a paywall. Well, technically, it's an app, but that's that's not. Oh, well, fine. No, but the show is is not. You mean no, you get that for free. free? Yes, you don't have to sit. It's part of your your free pack. Right, right. Free show yeah. channel. Yeah. Like How about I'm still off on the fact that he acts professional with them, but he just gives us this a time. Well, yeah, I mean, this is this what is, is the unscripted, about? unstripped down age. He's, he's, he's laid back, he's laid back. Yeah, no, trust right. Me, I, Stand up straight like this. I get nailed on that show all the time. Tom Shrenshek or Shredder, as he's yeah, called. the Shredder. Yeah, he destroys me. All right, all right John, the Mafia. Yeah, why is Carson Wentz still here? It's Monday. I well, he's supposed to be gone by now. I it's told President's you. Day. Everybody's you know taking a taking a little bit of time, maybe. Uh, <laughs> You know, the Eagles are like a, a bank. They shut down for the day. No. <laughs> but, really? I, I, I mean. I wouldn't look, I'd be surprised. It, it, it's it's pretty evident they haven't gotten a package that they're comfortable with. So that's why we're here. Uh, they don't want to accept two second-round picks. Or maybe it's a conditional uh, second-round pick that can turn into a first-round pick. One of the things about Jeffrey Lurie, whether it's scapegoating people uh, or whether he wants a specific thing to sort of save base, in this case, a first-round pick. Look, he, I think he puts these limitations uh, on Howie Roseman, and you have to meet these standards or things can't get done. But at some point, you're going to hit uh, a, a realization that we can't bring this guy back, so you're going to have to accept what you accept. And – you know, one thing about we've said from the start about Chris Ballard, he he's going to be disciplined, and that is wreak, wrecking havoc, wreaking havoc with the Eagles right now. All right, so here's my theory, okay, and and I'll continue to pound this. Like Barrett has his theory on his island, this is my theory. The Colts know that they're the only ones that have a connection that truly is going to make Carson Wentz happy. And I'm, I don't know what happened with flip and Wentz, but I I'm going to bet my bet. John is that the connection with Reich 
and Wentz is stronger than Flip and Wentz. And Reich knows that. And Reich knows that whatever Chicago is being used or said to being discussed in this is simply a bluff or leverage. Maybe Chicago's using it for Carr or another quarterback, but Reich knows this and is just sitting back saying, we'll take Carson, but we're not going any higher than two twos. We're not going any higher than a two or three because we know that you don't have another buyer. You may tell us you have another buyer, but you really don't because the only person who could put up with his crap is Frank Reich. <laughs> well, and remember, by the way, Press Taylor is also in Indianapolis now. Yeah, and so is Mike Groh. Everybody's yeah. there. Well, Carson doesn't like him. Mike, so that that fends against it. Carson uh, wasn't necessarily in love with Mike Groh. One of the reasons he, he uh, was moved on from as well. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. He wants to be in Indianapolis. I, I, I think it has more to do with, look, Chicago's, you might as well be in Philly. I mean, those people are going to be just as brutal on them as, as they are here. So I think you have that aspect of it. Uh, Flip is going to be a, a difficult and hard on him coaching, which he probably needs. And there's a reason he was most successful under Flip when he was here. So maybe he has an epiphany at some point and says, maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. But I do think you're right that the, the demand is not there. So this, you know, Matthew Stafford-like package where the Eagles started out with, that's ludicrous. I think everybody knows that's ludicrous. But – it looks like now they can't even get a first round pick and that's something they want to save base. And at some point, look, if you can't get it, you can't get it. You got to move on anyway. You already made that decision. Can't go back on it now. You can't. That would just kill this incoming coaching staff. Um, uh, it, you know, it, it affects, I wrote on Philly boys on, on, on not getting a one or keeping Carson Wentz, even Carson Wentz. You know, I think you have to seriously look at drafting a quarterback in this draft. Now, if you yeah. have Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, you can't draft the quarterback. Whoa. Oh, Howie not... Roseman. Go ahead, Barrett. No, no, no. Go ahead. Wow. wow. Say, I, I, I love gonna, it. The chaos. Because, yeah. Because I, I, I think a little different from most. Um, I think yeah. that you can bring Carson back simply because – he will come back as the good soldier as far as being a guy that's not going to complain. We know he's not going to complain to complain to the media. He's still going to come back being Carson Wentz, meaning he's going to come back and not still – he'll still be socially challenged in the locker room. He'll still be socially challenged as far as how he relates to people. But I really think if he comes back and he has, you know, a couple of games with 350 yards, it'll be all – everything's well kumbaya in the city of Philadelphia, but not necessarily in the organization. He just needs to be fixed, and the way that you fix him is by – you have to put a little pressure on him to do the offense the way – run the offense the way he's supposed to be run. And I believe he can do that, and I believe he sees the error in his ways, and that's why he will do that and listen to somebody besides himself. Well, I think you're right. and Carson's not going to be a distraction in an overt way. Right, he, right, right. He's right. going to be a professional. He's not going to be one of those guys that, that looks for controversy, that creates controversy. And I think you, you put it well, Barrett. He's going to be, you know, socially awkward in the locker room, how, however you want to describe it. All of that is, is true. Uh, I look at this from a, a larger viewpoint. The Eagles have made their decision 
that he's not the guy anymore. If he mm. was the guy, they'd be trying yeah, to fix I do, yes. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yes. So from my standpoint, it, and I go back to what Howie Roseman said in 2016 about when you're in this position, and that was when he traded up twice to get at number two, the Eagles aren't that high very often. They have to take advantage of that situation when they get this high. Now, they're starting at six this time, not quite as high, but if they get two second-round picks, they could even move up. My point is you don't have the answer at the most important position on your roster unless you think Jalen Hurts is that guy. I don't know how you could. He's the 53rd pick in the draft. No insult. He could turn into a great player. But I don't know how you could be that confident. So if you're going about your evaluation and you say Justin Fields is going to be a superstar in this league, you have to do everything possible to get him. Yeah, And if, if right. Lawrence is one, Wilson is two, you might have to go up to three or mm. four. But you have to do everything possible to solve this position. And if, if you're bringing Wentz back, it's just you're, you're saying to yourself, we can't draft a quarterback. You're going to get a good player. Everybody's going to be happy with Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith or Sewell or whoever they pick because they're so high. But you're missing an opportunity to solve the quarterback position. And you can't do that just because you messed it up before. Well, you know, excuse me, guys. I mean, I'm sorry to jump in again, but um, I think the only way that they could really trade Carson Wentz is to waste till draft day and, 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 and go in with one of these teams that looking for a quarterback and put their number one and Carson Wentz and trade for it down to that position. Yeah, but then they already the have to way. kick in that bonus. Or that that money. Well, they're gonna have to take in that bonus anyway. They're gonna because they're not gonna be able to trade him before that time. That's that's what I'm thinking. They're gonna oh. pay the ten million dollars. That I mean that that's that that's a foregone conclusion. But I just really think that nobody's gonna take that uh, right now because you know they're they're looking elsewhere at, at at things that they can do. You know, Carson has been the back of their mind. They're looking elsewhere to get their teams ready for number one the draft. Number two, free agency opens up in less than a month, and they're you know. Quarterback is not a position that these teams are willing right now to, to give draft capital for for Carson Wentz. It's just not there. Not from not in my eyes. Yeah, and and you know, they could trade him today if they want to take pennies on the dollar, but they right. don't want to. No fair so, market value. Yeah. So well, here's the thing, R real quick. Let, let's try and further this. We know what they don't want to. What will they do? Right. I think they'll ultimately trade them, and they'll trade them before March 17th because they want to get their ducks in a row for the salary cap. We all know. We don't know what the number's going to be yet. It's going to be about $180 million because of COVID-19, the pandemic. So they're way over the salary cap. They've already started budgeting. They need to understand where they're going to be for this long-term plan, this transition phase. And that's part of it. I mean, part of it is just budgeting. And you want to have a clear, defined plan moving forward. The Eagles have already decided, okay, we're going to take the dead money hit, whatever. But, again, that budget is more important than people think. And it's not just about 2021. It's about 2022 and 2023. Um, so they want to get all those ducks in a row. And, again, this team calls itself a quarterback factory. We all laugh about that. But they do place incredible – 
value on that position as everyone does, but then even more so than most people when it comes to the backup position. You have to get this position right. You can't just sit there and go, okay, maybe we win four games next year. Maybe we're in a position to get a quarterback next in, in 2022. That's never the way the Eagles have done business. You got to take, keep taking swings, hope you hit the home run. And there's a better chance that somebody like Justin Fields or even Trey Lance is a home run than Jalen Hurts. Wow. Yeah, wow. So, well, look at um, also, man, the, the yeah, fact that we still have um, Zach Ertz on the roster. And, you know, I'm, I heard, you know, well, they might trade Carson for and and and, and Zach Ertz to Indianapolis. What, you mean, do you think there's any truth in that, you know, that that package deal is cool? I, mean, I was hearing that. Then I heard the Jaws, you know, he didn't say it in that. He didn't say it in a way that that's what they had offered him. But he said, you know, there's been some, you know, rumors, you know, two this year and a two next year for, for Carson and maybe even putting Zach Ertz in there to sweeten the deal. You know, is there any possibility <laughs> with that? Yeah, I don't know if it sweetens the deal because of his contract. It's that type of situation. I mean, Zach's a good player. The worst year of his career. Like, the Eagles really yeah. know how to sell high. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Throwing, it, throwing a big box of domino sugar, too. Uh, you know, sweeten it, sweeten it that way. Maybe some equal. Well, a box of thumbtacks and and that's the thing you know you look at Indianapolis we just talked about the salary cap they have plenty of room they can do whatever they want but you got this this assumption that because the Colts have room that they'll just want to take on contracts for 30 year old players I mean and they have Jack Doyle they have Mo Alley Cox they have tight ends Right. it's like so yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a sweetener for that. Would they <laughs> like to have the player? I love Probably, that. Probably. I but, love that. The way we do things around here. Not yeah. saying us, but like the way it, it sort of comes out, you know, however it comes out is, hey, you know, we're trying to get rid of our franchise quarterback, and he had a really bad year last year. So we'll give you his safety blanket. You can take him too, just yeah. so you take him off of our hands. And that becomes yeah. a thing. Right. Yeah, right. It's amazing, isn't it? It's it's just maddening. It's it's like expecting a team to be jumping through hoops to take Al Horford after right. last year, right? Off your hands, right? Like, oh yeah, please. We would love to have Al on our squad with that money. Zach Ertz coming off this year and just seeing where everything is. I I can't imagine that Carson is the next guy. I do wonder if Sam Darnold moves up. To Barrett's point about teams getting ready in the draft and, and capital and all, if Darnold is in a package or if Darnold is separate, like I could see the Jets, for example, running out something where they throw a ton at Houston. They get Deshaun Watson in return for the big package that we know they can offer that nobody else can match. And then in a separate deal, trade Sam Darnold back for maybe a third, fourth, whatever it is they could get in return to a team that's probably more like Chicago, John, that realizes what the hell are we going to give up a first round pick for Carr if we can give up a third or fourth round pick for Darnold? Yeah, I I agree. You can Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, even Marcus Mariota. I personally, they would have more impact for me as a general manager than Carson Wentz simply because 
I don't think any of them is the answer, but you can move on quickly. Like if you're if you're trading for Carson Wentz in that contract, which is from a team acquiring him, it's not a terrible contract, but still you're saying this guy's my future, at least for the next couple of years. Whereas you can take you can roll the dice on Darnold, Mariota, Garoppolo, and say, if it doesn't work out, these guys aren't that good. We'll just move on to the next one. So yeah. from that standpoint, look. You're shooting your shot if you're Ryan Pace. You have to win this year or you're going to lose your job. Mm -hmm. So if you think Carson Wentz will help you win, you got to go get him. Hmm. Does he think that? I think it's evident. He hasn't gotten, he hasn't gone and gotten him. So that tells you what he thinks. Well, I I know you're not just Eagles. You cover the whole league. So I just wanted to see what you thought about this. What do you think they do in New England with regards to the quarterback? Well, I mean, the most obvious, if you have these dominoes falling, uh, if San Francisco is is willing to upgrade, is capable of upgrading, and they certainly want to. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is done with Jimmy Garoppolo. If they're able to upgrade, if they're able to get a, a quarterback that they want, then I think Jimmy Garoppolo is such a natural fit for New England. Hmm. Uh, never wanted to give him up. The timing didn't work. They wanted to go directly from Tom Brady to Jimmy Garoppolo, but Tom kept playing well, uh, and and they had to spin him off. Uh, they love him as a player. I don't necessarily agree with them, but I think that's the guy that they would want to get back if he hits the market. Any yeah, happy yeah. NBA plays on your way out? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, there's a couple of dark horse, you know, guys like the Saints. Maybe even the Broncos, and that's like you said, San Fran that are looking at quarterback. You know, what's the probability? Because there are some GMs that like Carson Wentz. You know, they understand the player didn't necessarily fit with the um, circumstances that you know evolved around the team and their whole concepts on how they want to run their teams. But there are dark horse candidates out there, and and you know, if you were going to give five dark horse candidates, what would your five be? Carolina would be in there. <clears throat> uh, they were really into the Matt Stafford sweepstakes and really wanted Matthew Stafford. And I think he would be, that would be a great place for Carson because of Joe Brady. Uh, But they can also go draft. I think that's the problem. There's so many options. You mentioned Denver, you mentioned San Francisco, Oakland as well. Mike, uh, Las Vegas, sorry, keep using the Oakland Raiders. But Mike Mayock has always loved uh, Carson Wentz. So I think he would be, uh, and John Gruden, I talk about all the time. He just falls in and out of love so quickly. Uh, I think Derek Carr is a better player than Carson Wentz right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, John Gruden doesn't want him anymore. So mm-hmm. he's always looking for the grass is always greener, bigger and better deal always for John Gruden. I think they could be a dark horse. And then New England. I mean, they got to get a quarterback. They're not going to bring Cam Newton. So I think those five teams, besides Indianapolis, besides Chicago, those are the teams in, in the market for a quarterback. I'm on the other side of it. I, I think that we're we're so on the other – at least we my view of it, guys, is that we're so on the other side of it that it's not even so much of adding teams to the equation. It's taking them away. Like yeah. I, think we're, I think we're closer to removing Chicago from this scenario than we are adding Denver 
or Vegas. And, and one of the reasons is because we haven't had you, Rob, Jimmy, any of your colleagues as well, to where there's been a concrete Carson for fill in the blank. The only quarterback that's been talked about coming back here is our own pal with the statue and Doug Peterson down there. It's never been about Garoppolo coming back. It's never been about Carr coming back, about Cousins coming back, about it, Deshaun Watson coming back. So that's where I look at this and I'm thinking how much of so much of this is just us projecting Carson went somewhere else and <laughs> even Chicago, like the blind taste test. If you lined up 10 general managers and just said, close your eyes and you just read stats and then you took away faces and you just showed a guy dropping back and throwing the football and the numbers that followed that, I would bet people would rather take Mitchell Trubisky at this point than Carson. Oh, oh man. I'm not going to go that far. Wow. You went, you went, I agree with everything you said, Aton, yep. right up until Mitchell Trubisky. Yep. I, have now, to I, I, I mean, Stick it to Brooks. He's the Owen Wilson of quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I thought if I could just push it all right to the brink of it, I could get you on there, and then we could both collect and push the boulder on Barrett. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Chicago and what they did, and they made their late season run to the playoffs, but that was all David Montgomery. He came back and he won games, but, I mean, they were – you know, he's in his fourth year in the NFL. They're cutting the field in half with high, low reads for him. I mean, that's stuff you do for rookie quarterbacks. They were just bending over backwards because this guy can't do anything. Yeah. So as bad as Carson Wentz was last season, and I just said, I'd take Sam Darnold. I'd take Marcus Mariota even. I'd, take, I'd certainly take Jimmy Garoppolo. I would not take Mitchell Trubisky above I'm Carson. on that. All right, so the 17th of March is the start of the new year, and that's free agency, I believe, begins that day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right? Yeah. So the Eagles, if they were going to move on from Carson Wentz before paying the extra money, would have to do it by Saturday? That well, week? March 15th is the legal tampering period. March yeah. 19th is a drop-dead date. Oh, the 19th, for, okay. Yeah, yeah right. third day of the league year. Um. And that's their drop dead where they have to pay him that money. I, as I said, just from a budgetary standpoint, I would think they want it cleared up by that point. Now, I'm sure Howie has a contingency. He's got one plan where he's here, one plan where he's gone. But you, you want to move forward. And as I said, the Eagles have made it clear by shopping him mm -hmm. that they don't think he's the guy any longer. So right. – once you know that, it's best to move on. What's what is what is is that what, is wait a second, real quick. Is is this level of dysfunction what caused a defensive backs coach to recognize he made an immediate mistake? No, 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 that's not what happened. <laughs> he got a better job. You and he got a better job. <laughs> and by the way, I I I give the Eagles credit. Because they could have stopped him. You know, pro contracts are different from college contracts. Uh, they could have stopped him from going to Alabama. He got more money. He got a better job. I give the Eagles credit for saying, okay, okay good luck. I was trying uh, to pin it on Yeah. yeah. No, that wasn't dysfunction. It was just – it's <laughs> weird because the guy has had four jobs since the end of the 2020 season. He just moves – he took the Houston job, then the Eagles called. University abused him, and he got a better job with the Eagles. 
And then all of a sudden, Alabama lost their secondary coach to Minnesota, the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. And they had an opening, and they said, let's call Jay. It's a lot more money to be a position coach at Alabama than as an assistant position coach in the pros. Mm-hmm. So I give the Eagles credit for letting them out of that because they could have played hardball, and they didn't. That was not a sign of dysfunction. There's plenty of dysfunction. I'll tell you about that, but that's not it. <laughs> I just don't see any way of I don't see any way of this this Eagles team at this point doing anything but just you know twiddling their thumbs with the Carson Wentz situation. I mean, this it's just a no win situation for him, and that's the only reason why I say he's not going to go anywhere. I I just can't see them getting the the fair market value for him. So since they can't get the fair market value, I well, mean, what is the fair market value? Again, they're placing this a fair market value. The only reason they are, let's be honest, $33.8 million. Right. So, you know, they're losing face by eating that money. And the capital so, that they've invested in him initially. The draft capital well, yeah, move up. Yeah, on top right. of it. Yeah. But remember, that $33.8 million, that's all gone. It's already gone. So the Eagles have already paid that money. This is just a bad precedent to set in the league. So it's saving face. If 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 that money didn't exist and Carson was on, say, the third year of the fourth year of his extension, he'd be out of here. So you, all you're worried about is this $33.8 million, you know, tag around your neck. Cap value, yes. Yeah. I mean – that's that's what we're talking about. So you got to move on. At some point, Jeffrey Lurie's got to say, "All right, let's let's swallow the medicine. Let's just do it." Yeah, and, and it, it's the easiest hand to read at the table. Any yeah. owner, any general, no poker face at all, right? Well, <laughs> no yeah, poker. I mean it's it's the easiest. It, it, who doesn't know the situation they're in? Carson went speaking. Even if Carson came out. And said, I love Philadelphia. Yeah. And this perception of trade value that he would damage. Uh-uh, that's nonsense. Everybody knows exactly what you just laid out, John, right through Chicago and Indianapolis, which is, wait a second, we don't have to do anything. They are the ones who want a first rounder. They're the ones who brought in a 25, 26 year old head coach mm-hmm. who's now going to have to deal with this <laughs> situation that yeah. Carson comes back to. Let them deal with that. All right. Hey, hey, yeah. you don't want to trade Carson for a second rounder? Go ahead. Keep- I, I agree with Smash 72 Cutlass. Take the two twos and cut your losses. Go to Indy. Go to that's honestly. But did that? Did that honestly three. get? Did they get that offer though? I think. I think Jaws was really talking in general terms because I think if they'd have gave that to him, they'd have took that in New York minute. I think the same thing. I, I would have taken the two twos. I don't think that they received two twos as as a, as a legitimate offer. My, my guess. My guess is one of those twos was conditional. Right. So it's probably a third round that can move to a second round. See, that's what I was thinking also, you yeah. know, but, conditional, yes. Okay, but let's be fair. And, and, John, this is where I think you and Barrett, and the funny thing is that we've got it covered from multiple angles. We've got a, somebody who has been integral in covering these types of situations to somebody who has been there and seen how this works from a player standpoint. But negotiations 
we look at it the outside like, well, the Eagles are holding out for A, and A is this big thing, but they could be holding out for Z or for W, which is like something really small. And like Dak Prescott, it could be the difference of $500,000 in a $35 million deal that they're holding out. That's team friendly. So in this case, it really could be the difference. Like when we, it's all said and done and he gets dealt for two twos. It's not so much that they were holding out for this one. It's they were wearing down Indianapolis from that conditional third to a two to actually be a two. And that's what took two weeks to actually hammer down as opposed to getting a one or something large or gigantic. Yeah, it's always possible. I, I, I do think there's no question that Howie and, – and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when you start these negotiations, ask for the moon, and then you got a place – you know, I say, if you're going to sell your car and you say it's worth twenty grand, whatever, you're not going to start at twenty grand. you are going to ask for twenty five and come down. Are you looking to buy my car? Yeah. Well, are you, are you in the market for a new car? I am not. Okay, because Barrett's Barrett's cooking one up in his uh, driveway. He's making yeah, mine's actually street legal. There's oh, a okay. Barrett, you buy it. It's some assembly required. You know those. Yeah, fellas, this guy's snowing. What do you expect me to do, man? I can't go out there and work in snow, man. You guys are worse than my neighbors. You didn't clear off the car from the snow that we had two weeks ago. No, I because you can't drive it. So why would he? Right? Why? Yeah. Uh, you still all the other the cars that I drive don't have snow on them, but the cars that that car is just sitting there on blocks. In my yeah, the car on blocks, you don't have to – you let the sun do the work. It'll eventually do the work for you. Uh, we haven't had much sun. No. It'll, it'll win in the end. It'll win right. in the end. Exactly, exactly. And, and and I hope the Eagles win in the end. But it's just so hard for me to believe that they're going to take their medicine and, and give up um, 32 well, – $33.8 million in wasted cap space. Get ready for it. Do yes, so a player being what? there, you know, it's just hard for me to believe that Jeff What, what Jeff happens? look like a long, laughing stock as far as owners in the league. I think we should, totally we should like have a, a conversation where you accept that reality. Yes. What happens then? You have to get John McCullough here to lean on, all right? Right. I, I would say this would be historically bad for the Eagles. In okay. Fact, well, it'll be a bad precedent. But, you know, to make it I as simple think- as people for possible, you know, we've all made mistakes. Everybody make mistakes. What What's the first thing you got to do to correct a mistake? First, you got to admit, admit you made one. Right. Admit it. Hey, if I make a bad mistake, do. do is bet out of it. No. Carson doesn't do that. He'll say we made the mistake. And – we needed to do better, not I. Why? Where? Where? Where do you see that in his history? That's what you, I'm saying. He never does it. Okay, so you are just hold on a second. Like, do you realize <laughs> the levels of assumptions that you're leaping, bro? What is what is what is my booth called? The expectation booth, right? Now, Dad, going to I like my expectation. When they play at my expectations, everybody goes and does well. The Sixers, they play at my expectations, they play well. The Eagles, if they yeah, <laughs> no, this is terrible. Life is all about falling short of said expectations. <laughs> no. Okay, I I, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, Barrett, your expectations will grow exponentially higher if the Eagles get Justin Fields oh, than no if question. they just have Jalen Hurts or a Carson Wentz reclamation project. Yeah, but well, right. here's the thing to that whole point, John, about 
even being in the position to draft fields, if all we have in front of us is the Philadelphia Eagles trading Carson Wentz for two twos, how is that Barrett historically bad? And, and I think the difference is, yes, it's a precedent that has been set where now in the league you have a team that has eaten up so much dead money and that in its own right from a fiscal standpoint is irresponsible. But from a trading a guy coming off historically bad year to getting two twos back, I don't necessarily see how that's a bad thing. Well, it's a bad thing in the aspect if you look at um, Howie. At this point, Howie is not going to allow it to happen because right now his job is hanging on by a thread. So he has to do something um, totally outrageous to get back into the good how graces. Do how, how do we know that? Yeah, his what job you, has been safe through everything. He's got a lifetime contract yes. as far as I'm concerned. Bro, there's only so much that you can do. Bro, he's done what? He's Whoa. done so much that he's got he's got to be put in a situation where No, hey, I, I I agree with Barrett. People talk about how how he got fired once. I mean, granted, well, that was got, Chip Kelly. He got repositioned. He was yeah. still in that building. Well, yeah, he got a, he's the first guy who got fired and got a pay raise for getting right. fired. But nonetheless, okay. he moved him he moved him out of that position. That well, tells you. Did they take away his key card? Was no. he able to still get into both areas of not only the exterior, but the. Eh, that's, I don't that's know about that. No, he, he only had access to one yeah. side of the building. No, he, yeah. could, he could only go access. stop the medicine cabinets. That's what he had. Trust me, you could have you could have you could have kicked Howie out of the building. Yes. And it would have been preferable than taking personnel power away from him. He mm -hmm. loves that. Yeah. He lives for that. That was very, I mean, as I said, he got a better title. He got a raise. Right. But my only point is Jeffrey Lurie has already shown you that he can move him out of personnel. He might not fire him, but he'll move him out of personnel. At, at some point, Jeffrey Lurie scapegoats everybody. Yeah. So well. at some point, whether it's Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, Chip Kelly, Howie Roseman, everybody gets a turn. And everybody Howie will get a second turn. But but only one guy has come back from this. Only yes. one man has, has come back and lived to tell. Everybody else and that's has Howie. gone on and perished into right. the flames. Only one has come back and lived to tell what life is like on the other side. And that's Howie Roseman. Right. D-Jack's also. D-Jack. Well, yeah, uh, to a less and far yeah. lesser extent. You yeah. could give Howie a kiosk in the Jetro lot as long as he maintained personnel decisions and he'd be good with it. Oh, no question. He'd be, he'd be very he happy. Be a, yeah. Yeah. He wants to be a football guy, man. He yeah. wants to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. John, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I'm just. Cover tonight against the yeah. Jazz. Uh, here we go. Who we got covering? Sixers? Yes. Sixers. And Bede's not going to play, right? Yeah. Is he going to play? I don't think so. No. Yeah. And B's got a bad back. He's yeah. not playing. No shot. No yeah. shot. You want to know? We, we said that. We said that a week and a half ago when he played. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Guys, right now against the spread, they're not bad, man. Not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Utah twenty-one and five. They're eleven and two straight up at home. Yeah. ATS at home. They're nine, two, and one. Gus Malzahn to UCF. It's official. What? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Their coach UCF's went to Tennessee. like an SEC team. I know. You know. So speaking of 
coaching real quick. And I don't know, does Gus Malzahn move the meter as far as any type of futures that you weren't going to place on UCF? Because if he does, let me know and I'll place a futures bet. Not to win it. Hey, UCF has been traditionally that team that's been on the outskirts of of, 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 of should have, could have, would have been in that playoffs, you know, as far as their record. So yeah, they, but yeah. Malzahn's not going to be the difference of why an undefeated UCF team makes it. To it's the an playoffs. upgrade. He's an upgrade from what they had. He's, yeah, an he's a big name, but yeah. He's a big name, well, but Nick, big, I'm sorry, big name. So, yeah. you know, consider that with his ability to recruit and get those players from, from Florida state and Florida and Miami. They already I mean, have that might be a team. And they weren't even recognized by the playoff committee. My point they is, they declared themselves national champions. That's right. I, right. I do again. too. Gus yeah. Malzahn's not going to be the reason why the committee says, you know, now we need to bump him in no, there. No, no, no. That's no. my point. Well, you guys on this Gus bus, Jesus. There's there's five teams that have a chance in college football, and that's why it's no fun. It's Alabama. Yeah. Clemson, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Ohio, State. Ohio State, Notre Dame. That's oh, it. Great. I think there's a lot of it up. LSU, right? Yeah, LSU, but LSU. they're down for a little while. I'm exaggerating, obviously, for a fact. Right, 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 yeah. Maybe Texas A&M. The SEC. Obviously, if you win the SEC, you're going to be in. Yeah. No question. No Speaking question. of coaches, what the hell was Urban Meyer doing? Does Ugh. anybody have any idea? Like what the hell I told you, I couldn't believe he hired that guy. That was the guy who had the trouble at yeah. Iowa. Yeah. We brought this up on Thursday, yeah. and we had all this crap going on on Friday. So now, now here, I'm, I'm just he's what, out. What is going on? Why that's Urban Meyer thinking he can get away with everything, and yeah. he's in Columbus, Ohio, right. where he could have been in the NFL. He could have gotten away with it if he was at Columbus. Oh Ohio. yeah, he could have brought him in and just be be done with it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to give him a year and a half, and he's going to take a hiatus. He's going to take a mental leave, and he'll be done with it <laughs> in just a minute. So, Yeah, but here's my question about that, Barrett, and John and Harry and everybody else out here, is we've seen Urban Meyer play the family hiatus card yeah. to mm-hmm. move up in college, to yeah. move up in the ranks. Now, some of it had to do with success, right? You can't just be a bonehead and keep moving up. Well, sometimes you can't be a bonehead and keep moving up. It's much more difficult to do that in the NFL. So I wonder if he real, like what if he puts together a nine win season? What if, you know, he looks and and looks at this and over two years, he wins, you know, 17, 18 games, something like that to where all of a sudden he realizes he's in this contract. He can't get out of it just to walk and pull something like that. And then three months later, we see him take a job for a team that's, you know, two steps ahead of Jacksonville and he's back to his old tricks, right? He's back to his old antics, taking time away for his family, but that's really just to solidify a new job. I don't think he could do that. I don't think he could do that in the NFL, but he could go back to college. It could be one of those situations when he realizes, look, he, he's getting the best you can possibly get. I mean, everybody says Lawrence is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Some people say he's the best quarterback prospect since John Elway. So you're starting out with that, and he's going to realize pretty quickly, just like Nick Saban did, Nick Saban, maybe the greatest college coach of all time, you can't recruit in the NFL. No. Right? You can be bad. You can have – you, you can have a couple good draft picks, but everybody's yeah. on an even playing field. Well, 
That's why this year he is like he's at Ohio State because he's getting the best quarterback yeah. available. So for this one year, he kind of is at Ohio State. And that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. This is a, this is his apex. Yeah. He gets the quarterback, and then you got to build everything around him. And they probably will go from terrible to nine wins pretty quickly. And everybody mm-hmm. will be saying, oh, Urban Meyer's got them going in the yeah. right direction. No, it's the quarterback. Weren't they well, in the yeah. AFC Championship game just a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Fearless. That was fearless, Doug Peterson. Right. Uh, criticizing Doug Marone for getting right. uh, a little bit uh, conservative. But that was a year after or two years after Doug Peterson did not shut down the comparisons of Carson Wentz to Brett Favre. Is that a year or, or two? I forget. I'm not sure. You love to go back and just you just want to stick the pen in, man. Come on, well, man. I just remember, remember, Carson Wentz was supposed to be Brett Favre. And but Doug that's how quickly Davis. things moved. So what were the championship games that year? It was Eagles-Minnesota. Yeah. They both stink now. Mm-hmm. And then it was Jaguars, uh, Jaguars-Patriots. Patriots. And they both stink now. Yeah. yeah. I'm not willing to give up totally on the Patriots, but yes. Oh, I am. Now. I'm out on them. You don't think they're going to be a good team next year? No. Didn't no. the Jaguars beat the Steelers that year in Pittsburgh? Yes, they did. Yeah. My Patriots have money. They've got at least four guys coming back on defense. They don't they have, have somebody named Tom Terrific there, bro. That's a true. lot of teams didn't have Tom Terrific, and they were okay. You're I'm out. Say All right, again. guys. And die. I'm going to have to bail die. now because my You're laptop out. is going to die. So I'm <laughs> not plugged I, in. Appreciate you, man. That's all right, John. For that's life, baby. There I've he is. Heard. I'll right, give you the first one. But John's got to go for this, so we, we can't get it. There one, he I'm is. An excuse. That he has to I do missed, it to us. I missed the date <laughs> because I was thrown out of a moving vehicle. Yeah. And what? it was amazing. It was beautiful. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. This whole show has been overtime. This, this has been overtime. Yes, Brought to you by I Book agree. Sports. We are back on a Tuesday. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.